world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince, a little show where we bring you the news and events in the morning to kickstart our days and have a nice, warm, or piping hot cup of Joe, a.k.a. Coffee, with the Red Pill family and each other. We look at the financial world, U.S., health, political, all the news with you. And uh, that's what it's all about here. So welcome, everybody. Today is July 28th, 2022. I'm here with my partner in truth, Andrea, as always. Good morning, Andrea. How are you? Good morning. I am here. I didn't sleep very well last night, so I'm a little tired. I need some extra coffee. But other than that, I'm well. Yeah, I had some good old-fashioned nightmares. Ooh. Um, apparently, they haven't redefined nightmares, so I did have the old-fashioned nightmares. And, uh, but I'm here. Good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. (laughs) I just couldn't sleep. Tossed and turned. Couldn't fall asleep. Kept waking up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because, you know, I'm old and that's what old women do. (laughs) All right. All right. So. Well, I hope we have a good day so far. It's okay. I hope y'all are doing well. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to get the ball rolling. Um. Josh and more of the Red Pill. Oh my gosh, more of the Red Pill family are currently camping. Um, Josh made it. They are hanging out. They're having a good time. So uh, 
you know, if you hear from them, tell them, hey, what's up, whatever. But uh, tonight on The Daily Dose, we're going to have a show with no one other than a very special guest, Jason Reed. Yay! <sighs> so I'm looking forward to tonight. Exciting. We'll uh, fill in for Josh. We'll get Jason in uh, the show, and we're going to have a good old time. So tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific for that show on all these channels that you see us now. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're excited. We're here. We've got our coffee. Mine's still too hot to drink. Ow. And but we're gonna we're gonna get going. Thank you. We uh, yeah, you know what? This conspiracy, this whole thing is just it it boggles my mind uh how far they've pushed their agenda. Uh we're right. literally living in a genocidal time. Um, we're living in a time of nearing starvation of many countries. The destruction of our farmland and our farmers' work, their well-being, their um, whole thing, the whole our whole system, our whole infrastructure, our yeah. our global alliances have been reimagined. Um, there are new lines being drawn everywhere and society is on the verge of some really massive changes seriously you know, um, and from you know the standpoint that we're looking at it doesn't appear to be very good changes at least they don't benefit they don't seem to be benefiting us much yeah there's a lot of crime that's just being gotten away with and overlooked mm -hmm. and um, just this tyranny. psychological warfare beyond belief the tyranny absolutely it's yeah. it's crazy so we like at no time have we had to stand up more than ever than now and uh be loud voice our opinions say no to the bs and kind of control the things to the best of our ability um it's gone so far it's hard to do but we got to do it you know the part that amazes me the most is the amount of people who just willingly accept these changes without standing up and saying no this isn't right you it's know the it, psychological aspect the authority the just yeah. yeah it's and and who knew you know five years ago that our country and our world was this far gone with um this brainwashing this has been going on for a really long time you know and it all goes back easily 100 years or more um but their infiltration into every part of our society is astronomical you know i don't know what else to say about it other than you know it's um unbelievably scary to mm -hmm. see how far they've gotten and what they've been able to accomplish while we just remain docile mm. many people have yeah 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 uh thank you light seeker j for uh Celebrating your one month subscription Yay. streak. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's pretty darn cool. We do have the Battle of the Streams going on. If you guys want to donate and support us during the show, we do appreciate that. We are essentially crowdfunded. We have a couple of good sponsors. This next segment we have coming up is brought to you by Dr. Kirk Elliott, uh, one of our good friends. <clears throat> he helps individuals with his him and his team help individuals get their finances in order 
um, through the uh, diversification of their assets, converting 401ks and IRAs, or just selling metals, particularly the gold and silver, to us and you. If you want to uh, pursue that and check it out for more information, you can get a free consultation from Kirk Elliott and his team at getgoldtoday.com. So visit getgoldtoday.com and uh, get your free consultation to explore the opportunity to invest in metals. So with that said, we're going to jump right into our financial section. And we do have some breaking news today. It's official. You guys may have seen the title of today's show. Recession confirmed. We are officially in a recession after the second month of uh, GDP contraction has been announced. Bum, bum, bum. Imagine that. We all knew it was coming. We've been waiting for this day. And here we are. <laughs> Let's take a look. All right. Recession fears deepen as U.S. economy contracts again. The U.S. economy contracted for a second straight quarter between April and June. Government data showed Thursday, adding fuel to recession fears and a headache for President Joe Biden ahead for midterm elections. Gross domestic gross to domestic product declined at an annual rate of 0.9% in the second quarter, following a bigger drop in the first three months of the year, according to the Commerce Department. While not the official definition, two quarters of negative growth is commonly viewed as a strong signal that a recession is underway and that and a downturn in the world's largest economy would have global consequence, as well as domestic political costs. Alright, put the brakes on. This is Insider Paper, a fairly good reporting uh, website, but you could already hear the bias, although not the official definition. Let's yeah, blah, 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 blah. get out of here with that. Get the hell. What out they of mean? Here. What they Who mean is this? President Biden's um, definition. <laughs> they don't have an author here because if they did, they would be getting hammered. They're yeah. like, "Don't put your name on that." <laughs> Wait, is this AFP here? Oh yeah, it is. The, uh, is this the author AFP? Author is AFP. Agents France Press. Oh, French state-owned international news agency. Okay. Okay, so they copied this from France. Oh, that makes sense. So we're we're getting our um, financial news from France now. I'm surprised it's in our paper. Okay, whatever. Um, I'm, I don't really want to read this article now. I did read it this morning, but this is where we're at. Uh, recession. So get ready. We're, yeah, we're in a recession. Despite what Joe Biden says, despite what his you know peppermint patty replacement says, um, and Jerome Powell and all of those, Janet Yellen, they it's all propaganda. They don't have to tell the American public the truth because there's no accountability in government anymore. And so they're just going to tell you whatever sounds good and put a pretty little bow on it and make you all believe that everything is going to be okay while they reset the world. But don't worry. Um, they're going to continue to ask everybody to grab their ankles, but they're redefining rape. <laughs> right yeah pretty much <laughs> so let's take a quick look and at the numbers the lube. <laughs> no let's... more no green we gotta get rid of fossil fuels that means petroleum products of any kind oh my gosh there is no place for lube in the new world we have made for you <laughs> um, sorry yeah, I'm sorry. terrible <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. It's not Friday yet. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. Oh. Darn it. <laughs> Back to reality. All right. Um, let's look at the numbers here. The S&P 500 is up 0.64%. Uh, the market's open, and they kind of they really slumped in the red, but I guess they're kind of rebounding. We'll see where we end by the end of the day. Uh, I'll check in at the, at the closing bell, of course, as always. But um, the Dow is up also 0.65%, and the NASDAQ is up 0.41%. I guess, you know, the news of uh, a recession is really stimulating the economy. Um, crude oil is up 0.77% at $98.01. Gold is way up 2%, 1772 Silver is way, way up 6.5% at $19.81. Almost nineteen eighty four. Right? That's pretty fitting, actually. <laughs> uh, you know what I kind of almost wonder, though, sometimes? is So this morning I was looking at it. The first quarter GDP came in at, yeah. it was down by 1.6%. Yes, it was. And today it's um, down another 0.9%. Right. But, you know, with the way that they spin things, they're like, oh, well, the first quarter was only down, was down 1.6%. But this quarter is only down 09 So they look at, so technically the gain like, in losses. The gain in losses. Yeah, good one. They're like, this is what they do. And the markets are like, yay, let's put our money in the stock market. <laughs> Everything is great. We're not in a recession. <laughs> They're like, you know, that's how they spin this stuff. And it's like, no, you now understand that, you know, you have to take 1.6 and add 0.9 to it. And that's how much we're actually down. Yeah. The rate, I guess they could say that the rate of recession has decreased. But we're still, Right, right. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> wasn't but I, don't believe, bad. I don't believe these numbers for a second anyway. Are you kidding me? They're probably doing everything they can to give you the best numbers they can. I guarantee it. So they're yeah, they're spinning the numbers and, and that's the thing is you can you can add two plus two to get four. You can also add two plus one plus one to get four and just leave out the other one. Oh well it's only three because right. we don't need the other one. Because that doesn't we're not factoring that in. Yeah, and you can manipulate how you present it, just like kind of we're talking yes. about, and really trick the crap out of some Yeah, or just change the definition of words and you use that. We didn't actually lose more. We gained some. We went from 1.6 to 0.9. Yeah, they're going to spin, spin, spin it. Isn't it interesting how the markets react to this? The markets are going up. I know. You would think in a recession, when you have um, negative GDP numbers coming out showing that you're in a recession, you would expect the markets to react negatively to that and um, for those numbers to go down. And instead, you're seeing that the numbers go, have gone up. We're in Wonderland where money doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, very odd. We'll see what happens, though. You know, uh, one step forward, 50 steps back. I expect uh, dec- the continued declination of these uh, <clears throat> the S&P 500 and the stock market in general. So, we'll keep our eye on it. But right now... Everything's perfect. They fixed the economy. We're totally not in a recession, according to them. And uh, everything's peachy. Uh, what do they call it? What's the phrase? Peachy, peachy keen. Peachy keen, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So, um, what else do we got here? We have today, after the closing bell, Amazon. Mm-hmm. 
is set to report its quarter two 2022 earnings. I'm excited for this report to come out. I don't know about all y'all, but I ain't supporting this shite company unless I absolutely have to, but I do not have currently have an account. I haven't purchased anything from Amazon probably since like February or March. You're a better person than I am. I know. The most people. Uh, it's a tough thing to have to carry on your back, but I. Well, when you live in a rural place where you can't ever find anything, then, you know. Yeah. Fortunately, one of those options. I mean, you live, like, pretty close to Seattle, so you, like, have access to everything. You don't need Amazon. I don't even have a hardware store in my town. Oh, okay. We, yeah. Even the little town I'm moving to has a hardware store, so. Um, yeah, I don't. We barely have a grocery store, and half the time I don't trust the food that's in it. <laughs> well, <I'm> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a lot of stuff. Where I'm moving, I have to travel like an hour to get the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But otherwise, it's really limited and more pricey. I mean, I can even go to Billings and still have a hard time finding what I what it is I need if I'm looking for something in particular. Yeah, considering, so, um, especially considering we're in a damn recession. Yeah, exactly. We have supply chain <laughs> issues and stuff like that. And I mean, I do the best I can, obviously, um, to order to buy locally as much as I can because I want to be able to support um, my local businesses and True. my local small businesses and i try to avoid walmart if i can you know that's not always possible yeah so I, uh, I do the best i can given where i live yeah and my access to stuff and as much as i would love to be able to say you know what if i can't get it i don't need it but the truth of the matter is is that you know when you need real cover for your plants so your garden will grow and not die and bake in the hot sun and you can't find it locally you get it on amazon yeah well you know what? You might second think yourself when you know how much pollution your order on Amazon has caused. My whole life has caused pollution, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's one thing people say. Like, don't you know that ordering for Amazon is causing global warming? God. You know, I do. The one thing I do struggle with is every time I get like a package in or something, and they got those air packets, right? Not the not the bubble wrap, but the air packets. Oh, I like my those. kids like, can I pop those, mom? And I was like, don't let the Chinese air out. That's airist. <laughs> I am airist. What can I say? <laughs> All airs created equal. <laughs> There's probably Rona in that air. Who knows? I don't know. There are people that in Montana that send empty jars to China and sell it as fresh mountain air. Really? Yeah, people buy it. Chinese that. people buy it. That's I'm not joking. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> I wonder. That's pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, those bubbles, um, different packing materials have air in them it's just made in a chinese factory and they pump the factory air into them some have you ever smelled the air that comes out of some of those yeah it's plastic air it has, it has plastic particles in it because they they um create they melt the plastic and then they inflate it and it has the chemical nasty smell in it mm-hmm. yeah still comes from China. It has pollution in it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need pollution. 
I am not. I am not against Asians. I am. I'm just joking. Oh, I was trying love, to be like, funny. We love everybody. We just also we love do. to talk shit about everybody. Um, I do. I will talk shit about myself equally yeah. as much as I'll talk shit about somebody else. Somebody asked yeah. me why I had horns behind my head this morning. I said because I'm part devil. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we self de- <laughs> there we go. We self-deprecate just as much. Um, for, for me, you know, I know that no taco is immune to criticism or jokes. Right? And I love tacos. I love breakfast tacos. I love lunch tacos. You know, my mom used to tell me that the only reason that my halo stayed in place was because my horns were holding it up. <laughs> so, Your horns were holding it up. Wow. Uh, she used to tell me that I would make her sick. She's like, you make me sick. And I'm like, why? She's like, you're, so, you're too nice. I'm like, I'm too nice? She's like, it's fake. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I stopped being nice. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I'm working on it. I think not being nice is actually a good trait to have in it this is. world. Yes. I, I don't disagree. We have to stand up for ourselves, damn it. I'm done being nice. Yeah, for but sure. But with that said, we do love everybody. And any jokes, <laughs> you know, we are they are purely jokes. So. They are purely jokes. You know, if it's offensive, take a look in the mirror and get your shit together, man. It's like Matt Getz says. What do you say to someone who is offended by this? Be offended. Be offended. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're like, are you saying... Once they ask him, are you saying that all liberals that are protesting abortion are fat and fat ugly? Fat and ugly. <laughs> fat and ugly? And he's like, yes. Yeah. And they're like, well, what if that offends... He's like, well, what, what do you say to those that that offends? He's like, be offended. <laughs> Like, I love that. Did we yes, he did. did we... He did actually say that. He no. says, "Be offended." Did we cover that though this week? Oh, I don't know. I thought, man, I, I should have. I know we should have. I don't know if we did or not, but that was hilarious. So good, so good. Yeah. Unapologetically yeah. real. That's what that is, and I appreciate it. And it's hilarious and true. That's what makes comedy, you guys. When something's true and you write a joke, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. If you write a joke based on the lie, it falls it's flat, not. which is yeah. my theory as to why the left cannot meme, because they don't have truth. That's exactly it. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with that. And they're just... They're, you know what their other problem is? Is that they're try, they try to be too woke in their joke, <laughs> and their jokes fall flat. Because nobody likes a woke joke. <laughs> nobody likes a woke joke. No spice in those jokes. All right. Um, so, so uh, <clears throat> the a uh, what's what is he the uh, usurper the um, illegitimate He's president? He came out with a statement today on the shrinking U.S. economy, the one that is in a treacherous recession that they are in complete denial about. Um, and he says we are on the right path. Uh, I'll read the full statement really terrible statement nothing like anything trump ever said which was always perfect and awesome he said today well allegedly i mean who knows i don't think he could string this together i wasn't actually him but but they say that biden said coming off of last year's historic economic growth uh let and let me add that this is me talking now this is thanks to the trump administration i would say 
Uh, so he says, coming off of last year's historic economic growth and regaining all the private sector jobs lost during the pandemic crisis, it's no surprise, surprise that the economy is slowing down as the Federal Reserve acts to bring down inflation. But even as we face historical global challenges, we're on the right path, and we will come through this transition stronger and more secure. Our job market remains historically strong, and with unemployment at 3.6% and more than 1 million jobs created in the second quarter alone, consumer spending is continuing to grow. Earlier this week, I met with chairman of SK, SK Group from Korea, just one of the companies investing more than $200 billion in American manufacturing since I took office, powering a historic recovery in American manufacturing. My economic plan is focused on bringing inflation down without giving up all the economic gains we have made. We have made. made. Congress has a, uh, has a historic chance to do that by passing the Chips and Science Act and Inflation Reduction Act without delay. Yeah, so this meeting he had with the SK Group is to move the manufacturing of chip chips to the U.S. We see these chip shortages are affecting... Our car production, and computer stuff, and whatnot. So anything that's electronic. Yeah, anything that needs chips, 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 chips. These are Biden's brain. Yeah, right. They need all the chips replacements for all the politicians who are crooked cronies. They need their. Uh, they need their. Um, what do they their call updates that? done. Yeah. Their hard drive was updated. <laughs> yeah, they need their... What are they? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so that here we are, guys. We're in a recession, despite what anybody tells you. If they say we're not in a recession, you tell them, humbug. Like it's the early 1900s. You just tell them, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're in Joe Biden's golden age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe Biden's golden age, where we're in a recession, but we pretend we're not. Yep. Exactly. So, um, thank you guys for getting through the financial section. This is where we're at. We'll keep an eye on it tonight. I'm sure if uh, we have breaking news with any uh, anything like the Amazon um, earnings, that will probably be shitty. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Or uh, anything else that breaks as far as this goes, we'll, we'll mention it tonight. So uh, thank you guys for getting through the financial segment of the show. Please, if you're interested in uh, diversifying your investments or exploring in purchasing gold and silver, please reach out to Kirk Elliott and his team at www.getgoldtoday.com and let them know that the Red Pill Project sent you. That's www.getgoldtoday.com. Good guy over there. Good guys. Good guys. Good ladies. Good good ladies and gentlemen over there. All right. Well, oh, I have to sneeze. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Oh man. Look at the light. Oh, I, I, it's not coming. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we can move on. So, in U.S. news, we've got an update out of Racine County. Um, the Racine County Sheriff calls on the Attorney General to suspend election ballot harvesting option on Wisconsin's official election website. So this is a little bit of good news coming out of Wisconsin. Uh, the West Wisconsin Election Integrity Investigator, Harry W., recently discovered the absolute ease of harvesting election ballots on, in the state online. His report is nothing short of shocking. The state of Wisconsin allows anyone with a smartphone or computer 
um, is able to order an absentee ballot online in someone else's name. They can have that absentee ballot sent to an address other than the registered voter, and they don't even need an ID. All you need is the date of birth. Harry even was able to test his findings by attempting to order a ballot for Speaker Robin Voss. Harry added, I selected these two high-profile public figures because they are scofflaws, have no respect for law, and are among the most disingenuous and notorious fraudsters within our state. Both in their own way have contributed to the demise of the public's lack of confidence in our elections. Harry then verified his findings. I obtained permission to order absentee ballots from numerous individuals from around the state and successfully ordered their absentee ballots to be shipped to my address without their assistance. These efforts verified that a very large-scale absentee balloting, ballot harvesting scheme with the various intentions is easily accomplished due to a lack of secure website, along with the mal- maladministration and malfeasance of WEC officials. For the record, Harry has been in contact with the recent sheriff during his testing. He is, here is Harry's letter to the local Wisconsin officials from an earlier post. So now this, the Racine County Sheriff's Office was contacted about the serious vulnerability to fraudulent voting in the state. The Sheriff's Office contacted the Wisconsin Attorney General's Office and the Wisconsin Election Commissions. Sheriff Christopher Schmalling is calling for three things. One, the immediate suspension of the function within My Vote Wisconsin, where a person can request another's absentee ballot and have it mailed to different addresses with or without showing any proper photo identification. Huh, crazy. Two, the sheriff's office is calling for the immediate suspension of the function, allowing for the declaration of being indefinitely confined, which allows for ballots to be sent to different addresses for all future elections. And three, the sheriff's office is requesting a full statewide investigation into this voter integrity issue by the attorney general's office and the Wisconsin Election Commission to ensure the voting process is secure and that appropriate safeguards are in place. And then, of course, it was his um, statement. But, you know, this is what we need to see. We need to see sheriffs start stepping up and upholding the law because that is their job for their county. And, um, count, you know, votes are county run, you know, so it's statewide and then it's broke down by county. Right. And the sheriff is the ultimate law enforcement officer of that county so we do need to see them stepping up and doing this and if the attorney general doesn't do his job in securing elections and upholding the constitution of the state he should be arrested and he can be arrested he can be arrested by a sheriff the sheriff has the authority is the only one that has the authority to arrest politicians and judges and other police officers. And the cool thing about sheriffs is they're elected by the people. Yeah, so in a way, this is a great way for us to take control of our communities. Yes, even though I will say George Soros has dumped a lot of money into a lot of different sheriff's races. Yeah, did you And so see? you've got a lot of corrupt sheriffs in this country. You do. Um, who's that really ugly, fat politician? Um, <laughs> Jerry Nadler? <laughs> no, it's a woman. I think. I'm not a biologist. Um, she's got the gap and her teeth are social distancing. <laughs> oh, you're talking about in Georgia, Stacey Abrams. Mm. Y- yes, e- no. No. 
I don't think. Not, is it Stacey Abrams? I think it might be Stacey. The one who knocked down the Georgia yeah. Guidestones with her farts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think it was her. Yeah, Stacey Abrams. I think I was reading a story today where she was trying to get support from a sheriff, and she couldn't find one in her state, so she got one from another state. Could you believe that? <laughs> she had to get a Go sheriff figure. from another state. Oh my god! Oh, wow. She's like, will you support me? And the sheriffs are like. No, you're, you're no. crook. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Corruption. Oh, man. But yeah, they're That's corrupt. Funny. But so, you know, this is good news. We need to see more of this. Um we'll see what comes of it as of right now. It's just the sheriff requesting this stuff. Who's you know, who knows whether they'll actually do anything about it, but um I think it's definitely oh, a good man. step forward. And unfortunately, this is all stuff that should have been done in well, it should have this stuff never should have happened to begin with. It should have been taken care of prior to twenty twenty election, but at the very least, it should have been this should have happened in January of twenty twenty one. Yeah, after um, Trump was given the presidency. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, this is good. They need to it. they need to knock that domino over. They need to knock that domino over, and make things right. Yep, I agree. At some point, there's got to be one state that that breaks through this wall and starts a cascade event with the other states. Yeah, you know. And I, I honestly, I don't care what state it is. It's not going to be Montana um, because I think the mm. amount there was voter fraud in Montana. I think there was um, in every state. There was in every state. The, but the problem is, is there wasn't enough voter fraud to actually affect the outcomes of the elections here. So, I mean, I mean, it did honestly, but how do we know though. Well, there was audits that took place in Montana. Mm -hmm. they, there was some audits that took place. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't think it was, it was definitely done by County because most of the counties in Montana are pretty red, but we have a few blue ones. I don't trust them. I don't trust any elections now, honestly. I think we're at a turning point mm -hmm. when it comes to media and information. Okay. And this is, we had a story yesterday where NPR was reporting on the corruption in Ukraine. NPR, they're terrible. And they were actually reporting on a little bit of truth. Um, and now we see this, PBS. Yes. PBS Public Broadcasting System Another state run Media outlet The Gateway Pundit published You know it's getting bad for Ukraine When PBS disputes the propaganda it There is actually a short video in here I think it's like a little little over a minute long Okay You can play it Oh don't mind if I do completely destroyed in a recent Russian missile strike. And the Ukrainian military has told us that this is a civilian target and there was no reason for Russia to hit it, but we've seen evidence that the Ukrainian military did indeed use this area as a base. And off camera, one of the volunteers who helped clear bodies out from underneath the rubble told us that he believes that up to 30 or even 40 Ukrainian soldiers and officers may have been killed here. There's an awful smell here. Did anybody die? 
I can't speak on that subject without permission. This is a sensitive question, you must understand. A soldier enlisted in a unit that had been supported from this base told News Hour the true death toll may have been as high as 50 people and that it was believed that a cleaning woman who worked here supplied Russia with the targeting information for this secret facility. It's not clear why the Ukrainian authorities suppressed news of this devastating strike, but it highlights the country's desperate need for air defense systems, in addition to the missile systems currently being provided. Okay, so there it was. It's unclear as to why they're hiding this. Yeah. Probably because... It, it's very thing. interesting, though, that this is coming out of the mainstream media right now, you know, and I think it's because they're losing a lot of support. They've sent so much money over there, and, you know, at this point, you know, even the most asleep Americans have to be questioning, okay, we've sent how many billions of dollars over there and Ukraine still hasn't won this war? Russia is still annihilating them and why are we still supporting them? Why are we still sending them weapons? Why are we still sending them money? You know, and we're talking about billions of dollars here. It's not something to sneeze at, you know, and we're in a recession and people are feeling the pinch everywhere and they see their government just throwing money at Ukraine for nothing. People have got to be waking up and going, okay, wait a minute, why are we doing this? They have nothing to show for it. They have nothing to show for it. This war is still ongoing. It should have been over by now with the amount of money and weapons we've sent. And Zelensky comes on TV every other day, you know, asking for more money. Yeah, and, and I think that um, the reason this is happening is because of us because of you yeah we're sharing information with each other we're getting the mm -hmm. truth out there and they can't lie anymore people are not no. supporting them when they're bullshitting so much so i think they are forced to tell more of the truth uh which is a beautiful thing but uh there's still a lot of propaganda and lies right. and they're going to lie all the way as people continue to die in this genocide continue they're going to redefine starvation once there's no foods on the shelves they're going to redefine war yeah, they're going to redefine war as they start shooting people in the streets. They're going to redefine everything as they take everybody's rights away. But uh, mm -hmm. this, I think the truth's coming out, and we can see it here. And the reason why also is Ukraine is so historically corrupt. Yeah. Human trafficking, drug trade, laundering money, all of these organized criminals operating through Ukraine including like organized political criminal criminality look at hunter yeah. biden joe biden burisma john Kerry's son john Kerry's son nancy pelosi's son yeah. look at the biological labs funded by the u.s government and and whatnot the and corruption the coronavirus and the vaccine and it all ties together so, the corruption is so vast in ukraine i have a hard time believing anything anything mm -hmm. coming out of ukraine i saw an article where Ukraine's just reporting today that um, Russia bombed a hospital. Four people dead. So many people injured. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was a very low number, like four or five people dead, several people hurt. It's like, are you telling me that Russia destroyed an entire hospital, reduced it to rubble, and a few people died? It's probably because they were storing weapons there. But how many people can you... How many people are in a hospital at any given time? 
And how long did it take them to destroy that hospital? How are there only five deaths? Don't you think they would have leveled it in a second and they would have had dozens of deaths? Exactly. It's just suspicious. It makes me think right away. Is Ukraine attacking its own infrastructure, its own people, its own vulnerable infrastructure and people? Hospitals, schools, mm-hmm. malls. Well, are there been reports coming out from independent journalists. Yeah. And so, and the Russians, which, I mean, you could completely discount whatever's coming out of Russia, right, as propaganda. Of course. But they're independent, right. There are independent journalists from different countries in Europe and the Middle East that are reporting on the fact that they're, that it's the Ukrainians bombing a lot of these places, trying to blame the Russians for something that they're not doing. So a lot of times, anytime civilians actually do get killed, um, it's the Ukrainians. Because you got to remember, with the everything that the Ukraine is doing, they've now made it illegal for anyone in the Ukraine to apply for Russian citizenship. They wouldn't need to do that if people weren't actually wanting to apply for Russian citizenship. So that tells me right there that there are a lot of people in the Ukraine who want to get the hell out, who are sick and tired of this corrupt, you know, tyrannical regime and would rather go to Russia and have a pathway to do that because of what Russia's done and opened up that process for them. And yeah. And so it's, you know, when you see this stuff, it has to lead you to believe that Ukraine wouldn't be fighting as much as they're fighting and doing this if people wanted to stay there, if people were supportive of this war and supportive of what their government was doing. But they're not. Yeah. Insanity. So yeah. that's how we see it. Yeah. And that's why I see it the way that I see it. You know, when you start jailing and um, seizing assets of your political opponents opposition yeah and your opposition and you start making it a crime to speak against the government which they've done there and you deny people the ability to immigrate to wherever they feel is in their best interest to immigrate to um and do it legally these aren't people that are sneaking over the border from ukraine into russia like we have with you know people sneaking across our southern border this is this is Russia has given the citizens of Ukraine a pathway to apply for and receive citizenship in Russia. Yeah, through and they're fast tracking that for them. Mm-hmm. And so these are people who want to legally immigrate to Russia, and now that is a crime. They're essentially they prisoners immigrate. inside their own country at that yes. point. Sad. Which is really not different than where we're at, just on a different yeah. level. Yeah, it's pretty much where the U.S. is at, or Canada, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Most of the European countries who are still locked down. Yeah. Next year we've got Joe Manchin. He suddenly oh, this made me so mad. He suddenly supports the seven hundred billion dollar Green New Deal spending spree funded by new tax hikes as inflation hits forty year highs. Joe Manchin, you sell out. Yep. He's been fighting it and fighting it and fighting it from the very beginning. And um, he's finally, uh, yeah, it, it, this whole thing funds nearly $800 billion more in new tax hikes. Yikes. Says the Green New Deal will crush the coal and energy sector in his home state of West Virginia, but it will make the windmill manufacturers in China rich. That's important. Oh, that must be where he's getting his bribes. 
Yep. The entire spending package will be funded by new taxes on workers and producers while inflation remains at a 40-year high. <laughs> um, of course, they call their plan the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. So this says Senator Joe Manchin on Wednesday announced that he has reached a deal with Senate, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer on a domestic spending bill, including energy programs and tax policy changes. Manchin of West Virginia and Schumer of New York said in a joint statement that the measure known as the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will receive a vote on the Senate floor next week. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will make a historic down payment on deficit reduction to fight inflation. That's not what it's going to do. <laughs> Invest in domestic energy production and manufacturing and reduce carbon emissions by roughly 40% by 2030. The bill would raise $313 billion through a 15% corporate minimum tax, $288 billion through prescription drug pricing reform, so your drug prices are going to go up, $124 billion through IRS enforcement of reformed tax code, and $14 billion by closing the carried interest loophole. So, you know, this has not made it through the Senate yet because um, of Joe Manchin. So it's lost. You know, he has been the one thing that has stopped this from happening. And now that he's caved, we're going to end up with the 50-50 split in the Senate with Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker. And this will most likely pass in a 51-50 split. They're destroying America, y'all. Gosh, what weak, weak politicians. Disgraces. So expect your taxes to go skyrocketing high. Expect your higher. energy costs to skyrocket even higher. Yeah. Um, expect inflation to skyrocket higher. Yeah. As, because you know what that corporate tax is going to do? That's the biggest one on the list. When corporations get taxed more, what do they do? They pass that on. They pass that on. No, they pass it on to the consumer. Right by raising prices. By raising, yeah. By ra I thought you said taxes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. By raising prices, um, and so that's what they do. They're not going to pay that. You're going to pay that. Employees aren't going to be getting raises because the company now has to pay more in taxes. The consumer is going to be paying more because the company has to pay higher taxes. It's they're bad, and they're going to have to raise it even more significantly to cover their energy costs, their operating costs, everything that's yeah. associated with this. And the worst part is they're not going to stop here. This is mm -hmm. their this is their this foot is in the, the door. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. To force. So if you think your tax rate is bad now, just wait until this passes. Yeah, just wait until the next quarter's GDP report comes out, and they're going to say three consecutive quarters of GDP decline is not an indicator of recession. We are in Joe Biden's golden age. Everything is fine. Eat your crickets no. and shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to keep in mind that anything that they do right now is not going to most likely, I can't say for sure, um, but this most likely wouldn't take effect until at least next year. So it would be next year's tax codes. It would be reformed because one, they have to have time to write the tax code, which I'm sure they already have ready to go, but it's, mm -hmm. it's fairly unlikely. Most of the time tax changes that occur don't happen mid year. They're usually applied at the beginning of the following year. So yeah. it would yeah. be for the tax year, 2023, which you would be filing those taxes in 2024. 
which is an election year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things uh, take thinking, time. Yeah. So it's not something that's going to happen like right away, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely something that you're going to feel because those tax codes are going to be reformed for your employer to pay your taxes in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, onward here. We have a report coming out that says 83% of Americans are concerned about election integrity in the midterm elections. That's a lot. 75% are concerned about cheating. A majority of Americans also believe the 2020 election was stolen. That's reported by the Gateway Pundit. So uh, everybody knows the election was stolen with fairly uh, certain, with with a lot of certainty. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a Joe Biden moment. That's all right. I don't have a teleprompter, people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Two hosts. laughs> um, so moving on to world news, there was some interesting stuff that I thought was um, fairly interesting. Yeah. Australian rugby league players to boycott game after being forced to wear LGBT-themed rainbow jerseys. Good. So these players are like, nope, we're not going to do this. And um, so it says seven Australian rugby league players from the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles committed to boycotting a crucial match after their team announced that they would wear a rainbow-themed LGBT jersey to show support for inclusivity and diversity. The Manly Warringah Sea Eagles made headlines last week when they announced they would be the first team in Australia's National Rugby League to wear pride shirts to promote the LGBT agenda. Manly Warringah Sea Eagles will probably wear a rainbow detail jersey to celebrate inclusiveness during our round 20 game against the Roosters at Four Pines Park, the team said in the statement. The Sea Eagles have today unveiled their Everyone in League jersey, a collaboration with Dynasty Sport. The jersey will be worn against the Sydney Roosters at Four Pines Park on Thursday, the team added. Um, Sport is one of those great things where people come together from all walks of life and participate in something without exclusion. This jersey is a celebration of that, yada, yada, yada. Um, according to various reports, the players were not consulted before the decision was made. As a result, several players refused to wear the team's pressure because it goes against their religious beliefs and cultural differences. Um, uh, and then it even seven so, players. You know what? Could I hop in and give yeah. you my opinion on this? Yeah, oh, Absolutely. This is not necessarily like, look, I don't care, gay people, I support your things, whatever you want to do, that's all cool and dandy. Okay, I'll say that to start. I wouldn't even wear this shit. With that said, I don't want to wear your rainbow stuff, especially you don't tell me, and then all of a sudden you're like, you will be gay, and you will be happy, or you will wear the LGBT (laughs) stuff, and you will be happy. Like, this is an agenda. It's more than just inclusivity in this. This is like this bigger thing. This is a yeah. bigger thing. This is this is grooming. This is all the stuff that we see. It's not just this innocent equality, equity, love each other. Yes, okay, sure, love each other. All this kind of thing. Be polite. All whatever. Um, respect people's choices. Whatever they want to do. But they, I think, I think uh, this is ridiculous. It's just so so ridiculous. Well, you know, and here's the thing about it is that. They're trying to bring to the forefront something that is really a behind-the-doors issue, right? Like, I don't care what happens in other people's bedrooms. Yeah, this is... I can give a shit less. (laughs) Keep your private life private. Like, I don't care. This issue's in the closet? Is that what you're saying? Right. (laughs) It doesn't come out of the closet yet. (laughs) Um, 
But, you know, it's funny because these guys were actually told, do not show up for this game. You're not even allowed to support your team hmm. because of this. Um, you know, nobody is standing up for their rights in all of this and their cultural beliefs and stuff. So they're being forced to accept somebody else's, but, you know, theirs can go by the wayside. You know, that's the problem with this one-sided agenda that we see in today's society. You know, if you're not woke, then you're canceled. Yeah, everything has to be about gay pride. We're going to put rainbows on this and rainbows on that. And da-da-da-da-da. It's like nobody gives a shit. Um, with right? all due respect, Karen and Chad, <laughs> or I don't know. Not the actual Karen in the chat, by the way. We're not. Yeah, no, we love. Yeah, I don't. I don't need. I don't need that shoved down my throat every two seconds. I don't need it thrown in my face every day. You know, um, people can be whoever they want to be, and I'm going to love people based on who they are, what kind of person they are. That's just the bottom line. Um, I am going to form my opinion about somebody based on the content of their character, not anything else. I don't care about skin color. I don't care about your sexuality. I don't care about any of that. Um, I don't care about your religion. I mean, I've had friends that are Muslim before. Like, I could, I could care less. Um, but don't throw the stuff in my face all the time. I'm so – and don't throw it in my kid's face. Like, I can handle it as an adult. Yeah, you, know? you walk away. <laughs> but you see all the stuff on TV, and my, and my kid's like, that's gross, Mom. And I'm like, I know. And I'm like, I do the best I can. He doesn't watch a ton of TV. Um, but I do the best I can to be like, you know, hey – Close your eyes. Just turn away. Don't watch that, you know, because he doesn't need to be exposed to that. I'm trying to maintain as much of his innocence as I can for as long as I can. He's 10. Yeah, man. You know, it's just ridiculous. They are. They're ridiculous. And I'm glad the Italian rugby team. Australian. What did I say? Italian. Did I? Oh yeah. my gosh, you guys! I, I'm I was so... like, they're not even. That's not even close. Like, if it would have been German or something, I just love it. This needs a nap. I'm not getting a nap today, unfortunately. Oh, Holy you should take a nap. I can't. Um, uh, <laughs> you should take yes. a nap. I'm, I'm glad the Australian rugby team is standing up for themselves. They don't have to wear no. what they they could wear whatever the hell they want. Exactly. And it's too bad that their team is not supporting them, you know, in this. You know Um, what? Then forget about it. I would be like, okay, I guess my life's changing then. Exactly. This is... I hope your team loses! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. What else else do we have here? We might go a little over today. We're having too much fun. We are. But it's okay. It's okay. It's alright. It's Um, alright. We've got more stuff here from Russia, Russia, Russia. Russian gas cutoff could collapse European power grids. They are going back and forth. They're like, it's not that bad. We're going to reduce a little bit. We're going to have total collapse. We're not going to have any collapse. They're working with us. They're not working with us. But then here we go. Could cause could collapse European power grids. We're talking Germany. We're talking Italy. We're talking the UK. We're talking all these all these countries that rely on this stuff could face a dark cold winter and you know kind of the premise behind this is a different look at it than so it says that you have to maintain the voltage in the grid 
because when it falls too low, it can collapse. So they're basically what they're saying is that if people are not using the electricity, oh no, um, then that can cause a collapse. So it's like so, um, it's like fat bastard. He's like, I'm fat because I'm depressed, and I'm depressed because I'm fat. So it's going to be like, we're not using our electric grid because we're having energy problems, but now we're having energy problems because we didn't because use we're not our using grid. The grid. Yep, exactly. It's a catch twenty two. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over there. I don't live in Europe, but I do live here, and I don't know that it's much better. No, this is a global problem, but especially over there, I think they're going to be hit the hardest, along with other poor countries that are going to be affected by this world war as far as energy goes. But they're really taking shots at this United States as well. They want us to not have energy. Agreed. No energy for you. You will have no energy, and you will be happy. This next one is uh, interesting. I've been kind of just on a personal level kind of watching what's going on in Brazil because I'm thinking, you yeah, know, it doesn't sound like a bad place to live. It is, it is. I, <laughs> I, I know. Um, not that I could ever actually afford to move out of the country anyway, but uh, Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro launches candidacy for re-election. More important than our life is our freedom. Now keep in remember or keep in mind that Brazil is one of the BRICS nations. So mm-hmm. it's Brazil, Russia, India, Argentina, and China. It's South Africa, <clears throat> I believe, something along those lines. But um, pr- Brazilian President <clears throat> Jair Bolsonaro speaks to the audience in his re-election campaign. Um, he launched his re-election candidacy in, uh, and he's defending God, freedom, and homeland in front of his audience. Uh, he's also planning on going, opening, <clears throat> creating legislation that would basically give them a Second Amendment that's similar to ours. Um, yeah, so good moves on his part. It says in his speech, he pointed out his actions of his government, such as construction works, reduction of corruption, privatization of public companies, autonomy of ministers to perform tasks and the financial assistance granted to Brazilians during the COVID-19 pandemic. Bolsonaro also defended agribusiness, the country's technological advance, and criticized the quarantines adopted by state governors during the pandemic. The president emphasized that he has never ordered a nationwide lockdown or ordered any commercial establishment to close and criticized state administrators who have restricted citizens' freedom to work, study, or go to religious temples. The First Lady of Brazil, Michelle Bolsonaro, was the first to speak at the event. She defended God and her husband's administration. This nation is rich, it's prosperous, it has only been mismanaged in the past. Mm. Which, she's right. I mean, that's what happens when you have government that's like that. Well, and and infiltrated says, by <clears throat> three-letter agencies and whatnot, I'm sure. Yeah, it says, when you talk about people power, does anyone think that Cuban citizens don't want freedom? Mm. They want it, but they don't have it. How to get to that point by wrong choices. Our mission is not to get in the way of your lives. It's more and more to get the state off your backs. Strong state, weak people. Strong people, strong states. The president. I like this. This sounds good. This sounds good. Right? I'm I'm telling you, I'm going to move to Brazil. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) I kind of see where you're coming from now. It's growing on me. Exactly. And so and it says in his administration, Bolsonaro has fulfilled one of his biggest government promises, promises facilitating access to weapons by civilians. Yay. Um, so the Brazilian president repealed laws that prevented citizens from being able to buy firearms, especially through the hunters, shooters, and collectors group known as CACs in the Portuguese acronym. 
during Airbold's Narrows administration, the number of individuals who own guns increased by 474 percent. Wow, they're doing good. Currently in Brazil, there are more armed citizens than active military police officers nationwide. Good. Jair Bolsonaro is a strong advocate of civilian arming. According to him, only a gun brings the guarantee that there will be no dictatorship in the country. I am not afraid, right? I am not afraid of the armed people. All dictatorships preceded disarmament movements, and armed people will never be enslaved. Nobody disarms the American people. There is no use in showing up in the USA as someone with the spirit of a dictator because it will not work. Brazil needs to create the spirit as well, he said in a ceremony at the seat of government recently. So, I mean, wow. he's just one of those that I absolutely I love this guy. If I could, I would vote for him. <laughs> so, but he's really t- trying to take Brazil and turn it into a free nation. And, you know, it's funny because you see that a lot with these BRICS nations that are signing up for this. They're calling for state sovereignty. And so that's what they're doing. They're where, you know, NATO and their allies are calling for this one world government. What the BRICS nations are doing are trying to basically create a cooperative where each country is its own sovereign nation, but they work together for bettering each other. Yeah, and they kind of they kind of protect themselves from being taken over by arming their citizens. Yeah. Yes. Which is awesome. So So you want to move to Brazil with me? No, I'm going to fight for our country. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't going to fight for a country, but I'm just saying I might have to fight for it from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, darn it. China. The likelihood of that ever happening is is fairly small, so um yeah, you're going to have to learn their language. Yeah, it's Portuguese. I looked up how hard is it to learn Portuguese, and it's actually a fairly easy language to learn, so maybe. China's under... Uh, China indus- uh, China's industry minister is facing corruption probe. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm still trying to figure this out, but it reads here... China's Minister for Industry and Information Technology is being investigated for alleged corruption. State media reported Thursday the latest senior cadre to be snared by Beijing's sweeping crackdown. Zhao uh, Zhao Yequing Yequing uh, Quing <laughs> among, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Biden moment. Uh, Zhao is among the biggest names caught up in President Xi Jinping's anti-corruption drive and the investigation into him comes ahead of a key leadership summit this autumn where the Chinese leader will seek to cement his grip on power. Ostensibly a crackdown on corruption, critics say the wide-ranging campaign launched just after Xi took power in 2012 has also served to remove those voicing criticism of the all-powerful leader or seen as a threat. Zhao is facing charges of violating discipline and law and is currently under review and investigation, state broadcaster CCTV said without giving more details. His fall from grace comes amid a widespread crackdown on Chinese tech companies, which Beijing Beijing fears wield too much power due to lax regulations. This seems to me like China is cracking down on their opposition. Right. Yeah, and that kind of seems to be the you know the direction that these BRICS nations are going is to get rid of the corruption in their government. And you know we've talked a well, lot on here. 
it's about big, it's not just BRICS nations. Look at Ukraine as well. well. Right. It's well, big. I don't know that I would say that Ukraine is cracking down on corruption. Well, here's the thing. I can't tell if this is good or bad. It, because well, it, right, because in China you don't know because Xi is a dictator, right? He is a dictator. <clears throat> but and... is he is he working towards the betterment of his people or is he looking to run a full-on communist regime with you know, state surveillance. I mean, it's hard to say because I, we don't know what the I dynamic of China is. I can't tell. And I think China overall is split somewhere, <laughs> and I don't know yeah. who's where. That's because there's not a lot of stuff that comes out of China that's not propagandized. Of course. Um, and so it's really hard. China's got to be one of the hardest countries to read in that aspect as far as what's happening over there. Um, just because nobody really seems to have the best interest of the people in mind. Yeah. It, I, it seems like it, it's more about power of government officials and um, it's about power and control. At least that's what's um, prevailing. Yeah. And that's what, what it appears, but it's hard to say. Yeah. What this indicates to me whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I really don't know. I'm not an expert in China affairs. But right. it reminds me of the United States attacking Joe Biden's opposition. You know, they're attacking, like, the witch hunt with Trump, getting people not to be able to run, persecuting political opposition. Same thing in Canada. Same thing in Ukraine, especially, where they've just executed people because right. of this. So we're seeing this, not just BRICS nations, but other nations as well, to counter your opposition, whether whether you're evil or not. So with this move, it's either they are getting rid of opposition that is um, globalist, or they're getting rid of opposition that is pro-people, or somewhere in between. Who knows? But it, what it does indicate, and I do know this, is that there is this war happening internally within the countries with politicians that is clear. well yeah and it, there's multiple heads to the hydra so in all of those so it, it it's hard to say who's the good guy who's the bad guy i don't think we'll ever really know um china pretty much keeps that close to their chest yeah it's one of those things that china is one of those countries that's kind of an enigma yeah. Quite honestly, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust them. I don't trust them either. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. I, you know, um, most of these countries that are communist countries are like that. I don't trust them at all. Yeah. You know, but at this point in time, when you see the changes in in the alliances that are happening around the world, and you see certain alliances working one way and other alliances working another way, it does lead you to believe that there is possibly certain things that are happening that we don't can't see or don't understand. And maybe there's more there than meets the eye, right? I mean, China, we know that China's working with Russia and is supportive of Russia. Yeah. Um, we see what Russia is doing as far as what they're doing in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, you know, does that mean that, you know, being a Russian citizen is 
great and dandy and they have all kinds of freedoms no i mean it's a communist country that's right. the bottom line um do they have a certain level of freedom um yeah and you know you have to look at it from the standpoint of especially now when you look at russia now they don't have the lockdowns they don't have the uh, tyranny that even some of the european countries have yeah you know so you know you have to kind of look at it even though it's a communist country are they or are they not more free than some of their european counterparts they are you know um china is one of those that they're still locked down like they're going to lock down entire cities and not allow anybody to even leave their house you know that's no level of freedom that's you know complete communism gone awry so who knows i don't think china's a good guy i don't necessarily think russia's the good guy no i I don't know that anybody is but yeah yeah i guess i look at it from the standpoint of is that country doing what's best for their citizens Mm -hmm. and that's really what you can do and there's definitely gray areas with all of them right i mean there's good aspects there's bad aspects and that's just the way life is Mm -hmm. um we have another story here um the UAE is being hit with heavy rains and extreme flooding. So I hope everyone over there is doing okay. Check out this uh, video here. Terrible flooding. Yeah. Just a few feet of water here. Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, they're driving a boat through the streets. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel, windows shattering from the waves, cars floating away, just terrible. Climate change. No. I'm just joking. That was a joke. I don't believe it. Uh Uh-oh. No. It's sad, though, you know, because that's a lot of damage, and um, my heart goes out to those people. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, health. Let's talk a little bit about health here. Oh, yeah. Los Angeles. If you're in Los Angeles, you're going to want to get some kind of um, alternative water source or something um, because Los Angeles is going to recycle bio sludge into tap water. Um, and so those living in Los Angeles will soon be drinking recycled diarrhea and urine from the tap. So they refuse to put in desalination plants, but as part of the new water conservation plan, the city of Los Angeles and numerous other water districts throughout Southern California are proposing recycling sewer water back through people's taps. Recycled water would be filtered, of course, but direct potable use, reuse, as they are calling it, is still essentially bio-sludge water that could contain trace levels of sewage and other chemicals that do not get captured in the filtration process. That's the main problem with this stuff. Yep. It says this differs from indirect potable reuse, where water spends time in a substantial environmental barrier, such as an underground aquifer or in a reservoir. Also known as toilet to tap, <laughs> the technology has been around since the late 1990s, with some areas using bio sludge water for groundwater replenishment. That water would be put back into the ground, filtered naturally through sediment, and later pumped into homes and businesses. Um, so, even that water this is, is sketchy. Yes, it is. Um, Because the problem is, is that when you take something like this, and even if you use it to like water your 
your garden or water your grass it's getting back into the groundwater at some level and yeah you may be able to um filter a lot of that stuff out naturally through the sedimentary layers depending on what your soil is made up of but if you're watering like your vegetable garden with it you got to remember that your vegetables are going to soak that up and especially if there's heavy metals in it and um, pharmaceuticals yeah then it could be you know pretty dangerous and not exactly the most healthy thing to do so. yeah and animals get high from the environmental aspects of drugs being in the sewage people well right because yeah if you yeah, people um, flushing drugs or using drugs and then urinating or defecating and then this getting into the rest of the environment is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't get filtered out when they bring it back to the tap, a lot of these things, including hormones. All right, this is how they turn the frogs gay. This is- <laughs> right. You know, I think they, um, they did something like that in um, Arizona, in Phoenix. Um, my brother went to school down there and I went to visit him and I remember getting to his apartment and of course it's hot and it's summertime and I take a shower and I'm like like why does your water smell like shit dude and he's like because it's recycled I'm like he's like don't he goes don't drink the water he goes you go to the store and he he buys he would buy gallon jugs of water how do you even shower in that shit water i call it shit water that's what it is that's exactly what it is and that's what it smells like i had a really hard time like i made my showers very fast um but when you get out you smell like shit and like you dry off and you smell like shit and he's like you just get used to it after a while i'm like how I'm like, I would just soak myself in body spray because it smelled oh, terrible. I hate body spray, too. I would just be in hell. Well, right. Can't but you do, I, I, they have attachments that filter, but I don't even think that would filter it. This is like a serious water issue to where you have to, like, you have to almost s- distill it or something in order to... You would it. need some kind of, like, UV um, sterilization process and then filtration process on that something uh, man something heavy duty because they already clean it and it smells like dookie get out of here yeah no it was, it's bad hell no poor poor california man you guys poor california. yeah but they won't put desalination plants in where they could take seawater they had plans to and they canceled them yes yep because of environmental purposes oh yeah right i'm like <laughs> wink <laughs> yeah we figured There's by not a, giving people water, um, people will die, and that's better for the environment. That's their probably logic there. Logic, yeah. What? It is what it is. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it would be better to, to desalinate water, seawater, and do that. Because there's a process for that, and it takes out the salt. Yeah, it, it, the problem with it, though, I will say, as playing the devil's advocate here, or is that what the phrase is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it is very costly and it is it hard is. to maintain a desalinization plant. It is. Uh, but come on. What year is it? 1984? We have the technology to do this. Yeah, yeah. Then that's exactly it, is we do. Come on. Has a but, little challenge ever stopped us before? No. No, that's what made this country great to begin with. And yeah. everybody is like, no, it's too hard to do now too hard anyway 
We have good news to end with. A mother is suing LAUSD, claiming her son was bribed to take the COVID shot. Well, I guess this isn't really good news, but somebody is standing up. Somebody's son was bribed to take the COVID shot, and they are suing, saying he was bribed. And, unfortunately, this has happened to thousands, if not millions of people, definitely millions of people around the country. This is sad, and people need to stand up and start holding people accountable. I hope they win, and I hope... Uh, her son is able to live a long, healthy life despite taking this very controversial, dangerous, seemingly dangerous jab. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. It's about time that somebody stood up and spoke up for their kids because that's really, you know, what your parent, our jobs are as a parent. Heck yeah. We have to stand up for each other here. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Well, everybody, that is what we have for today. If you want to support us uh, at Red Pill Project, all of our programs, Joshua Reed, everything that we do, you could do that. We have a Gibson Go campaign. It's been a little bit dry lately, but we have had a ton of success there thus far, despite that. But you could, you guys could go to uh, redpills.tv slash go and visit that campaign if you'd like to make a donation to our projects and our shows Help us pay the bills. Help us keep our equipment running. Help us with travel expenses and future projects and all that. Thank you all so much for your continuous support during the live streams. We have uh, donations coming in constantly. You guys are very supportive. We have uh, Lightseeker J with two ice cream. Black Jester is celebrating a three-month sub streak on DLive, which helps support us. So thank you so much, Black Jester and Lightseeker J. We have um, uh, our... Um, sponsors as well that you guys utilize to support us so thank you so much that is my patriot supply you could use the uh, promo code wait no there's no promo code is there if you go to redpills.tv slash patriot you could check out the deals isn't it redpills.tv? No. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, redpills.tv/patriot. You can get long-term and short-term food storage and check out the deals that they have available there. That will also help support us. redpills.tv/patriot um, or our gifts and go redpills.tv/go. Please check it out if you have the beans and you're doing okay in these tough times. Then we greatly appreciate it. Also, shout out to the Redpill family who are utilizing. Um, the app and have uh, support us supported us with subscriptions at socialredpill.com our private social network thank you guys so much for your continuous support if you want to join our private social network you can for free just go to socialredpill.com and create an account and we'll see you there you could contact josh you could contact us you could share information it's a good time so please check it out um with that said, Andrea, it's Thursday, which means tomorrow's Friday. We've been waiting all week for this. I can't wait. Um, do you have anything to share with the people before we take off here and get about, get on with our days and forge forth and get another cup of coffee in us? <laughs> I don't. Actually, nothing today. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Andrea. I appreciate it. I couldn't ask for a better co-host, and it's always a pleasure to go through the morning news with you. Help I'm glad try to figure. So. Thank you. Try to figure shit out. Um, I'm sure the Ripple family also appreciates it. We surely appreciate you guys. We'd love to hear everything you have to say on these matters because you know what? Let's face it. 
We're just your average Joe and Jane and doing our best to figure it out with you all. So your input is as valued as we value our own input. So please let us know in our private social network, on Twitter, in the comments, whatever. We love it. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again soon. Tune in tonight. We got Jason Reed coming on the Daily Dose. Come on. It doesn't get better than that. Super right? I know. He guest. doesn't really make an appearance very often. So. No, he's a busy guy. So this is going to be a very special night. Tune in at 530 Pacific to the Daily Dose, 830 p.m. Eastern. And uh, it'll be Jason and I. I cannot wait to get his opinion on all this stuff. And we'll look at what has unfolded uh, throughout the day as well. So see you guys soon. Take care. God bless. Peace. Bye, guys.